Reclaim Your Brain podcast. I'm Dr. Liz Rook. I'm a certified life coach and rheumatologist, and I'm here to show you how I combine science, coaching, and psychology to solve stress and worry for me. And now I want to show you how you can do the same to enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. It's time to stop struggling and have more fun. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. I hope you are having a great week. Today, we're going to talk about avoidance. And you may want to avoid this podcast episode because it's a little bit uncomfortable. And I'm sure you can already think of one to three to five or maybe more ways that you avoid doing things that you don't want to do. And that includes feeling a certain way or having an uncomfortable conversation or taking a step towards changing a habit like your eating or your exercise or going to bed earlier or not using social media as much because we all have things that we want to change and change is hard and uncomfortable and our primitive brain avoids it because it's uncomfortable which equals danger so we have to override or recognize that automatic fight or flight response and avoiding the activity is one way that we do this. So I want you to have something in mind as we're talking through this today because this episode will be that much more powerful. And hopefully by the end of the episode, you'll know exactly how to be aware of your ways that you avoid things and how you can move through it and correct it and keep moving forward to your best thrive life. All right, so as I mentioned, Avoidance is one method of not doing something uncomfortable or different. How it hurts is it gets in the way of creating changes in our life. When we're approaching work, our home life, our relationships, or our health differently, something like we talked about already, or if we want to stop arguing with our spouse, or say we want to develop an exercise habit, or we want to stop eating sugar or cutting out caffeine like I do a few times a year. That first couple days are always hard and I always want to start tomorrow or start next week or put it off. And that's one way we avoid. So I'm going to use the example of running a mile a day. So a year ago, some people at my gym set a challenge at the beginning of the year to run a mile a day for 90 days. And at that time, my Achilles were bothering me. So I wasn't really in the mood for running and I didn't want to do it. So I decided not to, and I didn't necessarily avoid it, but I also wasn't all in. I was just kind of lukewarm, like, hey, that's a great idea. Maybe I'll do it at some point. That was one way I was avoiding picking up the challenge and quitting ahead of time because I didn't think that I would be able to finish. I didn't think I could show up for myself, so I decided not to even try. And this is a common way that we make a decision to do something And then we quit on ourselves ahead of time and we fail by not even trying because we're afraid that if we try and fail, that we'll make it mean something terrible about ourselves. So this year, I started running a mile a day about, I think it's day 11 right now that I'm recording this. And I noticed the difference was I didn't tell myself I had to do it. In fact, I've gotten rid of a a lot of the I have to thinking in my brain and I've redirected it consistently and now it rarely shows up. So I've noticed over the last 11 days 
a difference from when I would pick up activities in the past, like I'm going to quit sugar or I'm going to stop saying should and shouldn't and shooting all over myself, which is another one of my habits that I haven't quite mastered yet. And I would do it and be all in for a week or two. And then I would let my excuses get in the way. And then I'd start avoiding the activity altogether. And this time, it's so much different because I'm approaching my mile a day loving and trusting myself and being open to the change and finding ways to have fun with it, which has totally shifted my experience. Because before when I'd try to force myself to do something or tell myself I had to eat differently or I had to exercise or I had to make this habit change, I had to stop getting upset at work, my brain would almost automatically resist it and start to find ways to either avoid it or make excuses or resist it or do something to get around it. You still with me? Are you thinking of your example in your head? So now that I'm open to it and I'm having fun with it, there's not that pressure and that added stress because when we're avoiding, we're creating more stress with our resistance. And you know I'm all about stress solutions because when we're surviving, we're not thriving. And I know that we can all thrive. So when I'm running or I'm getting ready to go out for the run, I'm not clamped down. I'm open. I'm curious. I'm listening to all the reasons that I want to go run, and I'm listening to all the reasons that my brain might be telling me I don't want to run, like it's cold outside, or I'm tired, or it's getting dark, or can't we just skip this one day? And I'm actually just listening to all of it and then deciding from a place of trust and empowerment and love versus resistance and struggle and have to that I can go out and run the mile and just get it done and enjoy it while I'm doing it. And this is helping me expand and grow and learn. And it's opening me up to the possibility of like who I'll become as I run and where it will take me. And it's all been just from a slight turn in my perspective. So a lot of times we're focused on one direction and we get almost tunnel vision like those horses that have the blinders when they're doing the carriage rides or if they're working, they have blinders on so they literally can't look any other direction. We get that in our lives and sometimes that helps us avoid things but it also gets in our way because we can't see the bigger perspective and from just a simple turn in my vision I can see all the possibility with running a mile a day. I'm not doing it to lose weight. I'm not doing it to force myself to eat differently. I'm not doing it because I feel like I have to. I'm doing it for fun and I'm doing it for me and I'm doing it to see how I grow and how I become and who I become in the process. And I think that's been the biggest change for me because in the past, I would always talk myself out of it. And I'm not saying that we always necessarily have to push ourselves into something or talk ourselves out of it, but I want you to just consider if there's some change you want to make in your life, whether it's a change at work, a change in the way you're approaching your relationships, how you want to interact with your spouse or your kids, what you want to do for your routine when you get up in the morning, when you get home after work, before you go to bed, how you want to cope with your stress how you want to eat, how you want to exercise, how you want to take care of yourself and live your life. You may be thinking about it in a have-to kind of way, and I just want you to explore the possibility of what would you want to do? What do you want your future to look like? 
How are you narrowing yourself and trying to shove yourself into a box that maybe you're too big for or too small for, and it's just not working? And how can you shift your head slightly and look at a different perspective instead of trying to force yourself to do something and then making a loop where you avoid the behavior or the change that you say you want to make? And the more creative and the more curious you can get, the easier it is to not avoid what it is you set out to do. Because avoiding is one of the ways we also self-sabotage. So I want you to think about an example in yourself. And as, as always, my main three steps, my framework that I use with my clients are first to bring awareness to any situation. So you want to be aware of where you're avoiding doing something or you're talking yourself out of doing something to avoid it or you're creating an additional kind of buffering or resistance avoidance behavior to take the place of the discomfort of actually making the change. Because when we avoid something or we eat or we drink or we scroll on social media or we basically avoid whatever it is that's going to cause our discomfort or that we think is going to cause our discomfort, we do ourselves a disservice. We're not fully trusting in ourselves and in our ability to sit with discomfort and move through it to get to the other side. And that's what creates our avoidance behavior. Because anytime we come across or come up against something uncomfortable, we have a choice. We can allow the discomfort, lean into it, and move through it to get the result we want. Or we can avoid it, resist it, deny it, (laughs) or do something else to distract ourselves from it, which is the buffering that I was referring to. And when we bring awareness to what our default habits are of avoiding, resisting, buffering, or distracting, we can take the steps to move through that discomfort and redirect ourselves to move forward with the habit or the behavior or the result that we want to get. Does that make sense? So first we want to bring awareness to any time we're avoiding doing something or feeling something or not doing something, right? Sometimes we do things so we don't have to not do them because continuing to do them, like continuing to argue versus putting our ego aside and saying, you're right, and choosing to grow from a conversation or an opportunity versus resisting it or avoiding it by just arguing until our face is blue is one way that we stunt our own growth. So we're going to be aware of where we're avoiding. We're going to allow ourselves to change the behavior and sit with the discomfort of not avoiding what it is that we know we need to move through. And then we're going to accept ourselves where we're at. And we're not going to judge ourselves as we go through this process. And those three steps are the three steps that I take all of my clients through. And of course, I have multiple tools for each step and we dive deep into each. But getting started with this, just noticing where you're avoiding something or distracting yourself, where you feel uncomfortable, how you can support yourself and breathe through it and accept yourself where you're at. This is your key to unlocking what you want. It unlocks all your growth. It unlocks your expansion. It will take you places you did not think were possible. And so it helps you move through those limiting beliefs so you stop avoiding the uncomfortable things. Because remember, our primitive brain wants to keep us safe. It wants to conserve energy. 
avoid pain, and seek pleasure. And when we're avoiding something, it's usually because our brain thinks that this will equal death if we choose to change a habit, change a behavior, have a difficult conversation. It's just trying to protect us. But unfortunately, at the evolutionary stage that we're at as humans in this modern world, all it's doing is stunting our growth and limiting our expansion. All right, my friends. So that is avoidance unpacked in a nutshell. I hope this was helpful. Awareness of your avoidance, allowance of the discomfort, and acceptance of where you're at as you move through it. If you want more help with this, I want you to email me at info at thriveArena.com. Let's set up a time to talk about where you're at, where you may be stuck, how to get you through, come up with a plan together, and then create your future. Okay, and then if we decide to work together, we can talk all about that. If not, you have access to my awesome new free handout called Thrive in Five, It's your free guide, my gift to you about how to start reducing your stress in three simple steps that are different than what we just talked about. Three simple steps you can do every single day that don't require more time, effort, or energy on your part, but it will help you start reclaiming your brain, rewiring those neural pathways in your brain, and getting you the life of thriving that you truly want and deserve. Because my friends, I know you can do it. You have it inside you. You just need to reclaim your brain and bring it onto the forefront and let that stress and that struggle fall away. So let's get to dissolving your stress. Let's stop avoiding the discomfort. Let's lean in where we may have leaned back before. And then work on this this week and let me know how it goes. I would love to hear from you. You can email me at info at thriveArena.com. You can find me on Facebook at Liz Rook or Thrive Arena Coaching. And you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Liz Rook. And I look forward to hearing from you. And I will talk to you again next week. Have a fantastic week, friends. Thank you for listening today. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want more inspiration and stress solutions to feel better and live joyfully, click the link in the show notes to join my email list to get joy delivered straight to your inbox. It is never too late to reclaim your brain and thrive in your life.